Hello, hello, and welcome to Intentional Sounding. It's the Draw Play Podcast, and I'm your host, Draw Play Dave Rapoccio. With me, as always, a little worse for wear from several hits on the head, it's Sam Grezis. Yeah, uh, so I, I feel like I, I gotta take responsibility for this, alright? We've been, um... Off the air for two weeks, uh, because as soon as it was what, uh, two Sundays ago, I started to develop a very severe uh, allergic reaction. Um, And I was kind of, I was bedridden for a little bit. It wasn't ever really anything serious, but it did keep me from recording it was uh it was something very very scary at the time we didn't know what it was until i took some tests and i realized that it was the first time i've ever been wrong and my body just didn't um uh didn't really take to it very well uh so that's on me i'm sorry uh the 49ers are good mitch trubisky is trash um and i you know i i apologize for the uh the you know short hiatus or the missed the missed couple episodes but uh i was i was trying to get healthy again it's it's really not something i'm used to uh being wrong so uh um it, it just it just did did kind of do do a number on me uh but i'm i'm back and healthy and i am never going to be wrong again uh as per usual so so just wanted to give you all that real real quick update um a little bit, a little bit behind the scenes there. Thanks for letting us know, Sam. I was worried about you when I heard you were bedridden. I, I thought it, it could only be one thing. Yeah, and yeah. It, you had finally come to terms with the fact that the 49ers were good, and yep. your body was rejecting it. Yep, it's true. It's true. It makes it makes sense. Anyway, yes, we we have been off for two weeks. We've just been busy, and I know we're probably also going to miss next week because next week is Thanksgiving. Yeah, but it's Thanksgiving. We're not going to miss all of November. You're no. getting this episode. Yeah, we're getting this right episode here. in. One out of four ain't bad. And honestly, after last week, I, I feel like we had to at least get online and talk a little bit. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. There's uh, holy... everything has happened this week, right? Like it, this is yeah. Everything's like we would have we would have missed this last week because we would have recorded it before it happened. Yeah, but yep. Now, you know what we're talking about. It's a little bit of a you know little little head little head issue. Just just some headache. Um, mm-hmm. Mason Rudolph had a headache and miles garrett decided to apply directly to the forehead <laughs> very good very good what he applied directly to the forehead was his own helmet mm-hmm. you know it you saw it miles garrett mason rudolph fight holy shit what was your first impression when you saw it sam oh mine okay so i i saw the news after the fact right i didn't see it live um because it was the Thursday night game, right? And I was kind of out and about, and I, re- I I knew the Browns were stomping them, and I was just like, okay, whatever. Um, I saw the fight, right? And I and I don't want to be... Yes, uh, Miles Garrett should be suspended, right? And y- you know where I'm going with this if I'm couching what I'm going to say next with this, <laughs> right? Miles Garrett should be suspended. He should most likely be suspended for the rest of the season. I'm not really mad about that. Um, there's no excuse for him hitting someone in the head with a helmet, right? Uh, even even if, as he claims, wh- there's no evidence, but that do- doesn't mean it didn't happen, right? The, the news today was that in the appeals process, apparently Mason Rudolph might have called him a racial slur, 
there's no evidence for that, either for or against it. Obviously, Mason Rudolph's teammates are being like, he'd never do that. And Miles Garrett's teammates are, are being like, yeah, I mean, Miles Garrett is a, I've never known him to be a liar. He's always been an honest guy. Um, so, you know, I, I don't want to weigh in on that. There's no excuse, right, for that behavior. Um, my thing is that, yeah, Miles Garrett might have, like, it was a bad hit, right? But but it's a bad hit that happens in football. The game was over. I don't know if Miles Garrett was, like, head up or something or had, like, was mad. I don't know. Um, but that that was step one, right? The the hit that was pretty bad. He he tried to get up. His fingers were hooked in the in the face mask. Whatever you want to say about it, uh, Mason. Ru- the thing is, Mason Rudolph started the fight, right? One hundred percent. Mason, this, Ru- this fight was started by Mason Rudolph. Mason Rudolph started the fight. Other Steelers came and grabbed Miles Garrett and started dragging him off. And Mason Rudolph ran up to Miles Garrett a second time with like helmetless, right? And started getting up into his face and throwing punches. Now again, not to say that this is any excuse for when one you have a helmet and you have the other guy's helmet. Like there's no ex- there, there's no excuse for swinging back, but like you can't I, the the conversation rightfully so is about the is about uh Miles Garrett hitting Mason Rudolph. But I feel like we also need to be talking about what Mason Rudolph did, right? Because I, I, I don't know. I, I just feel like, I mean, he hasn't been suspended or anything, right? He, as I think he got a fine, which okay, one hundred percent should have happened, but it should be worse than this. So I saw this happen actually as it was happening. So this is mm-hmm. this is kind of the thought process. It's that way I, different I in fast motion too, right? It, 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 it I looks was so different. Yeah, I, I was working just drawing at the time the game was pretty much over i just had it on next to me on the little computer screen and i i was working i turn over at some point and i see the scuffle kind of happening and i'm just like really you're fighting now and then i see the replay and i'm like oh oh because like yeah. pretty pretty much that night the only thing that people were really reacting to was the hit because the yes. hit is this, the centerpiece. It's and the it gif, is, right? It's the gif. It's, it, it's, it's the whole thing. Everything kind of centers around the hit because the hit is indefensible. You, you cannot, you cannot say anything about this hit. That's like, no, you cannot rationalize this hit. Mm-hmm. A lot of, a lot of fans were rationalizing it that night. They were all upset Browns fans. I can kind of understand that that night was not the time to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am very annoyed that not enough people were paying attention to Mason Rudolph because Mason Rudolph, it, it wasn't very clear because I think when it happened, the most visible thing that was happening was the hit. It was a big, wide motion, very clear. Everybody saw that happen. Everybody yeah. can kind of see like uh, Pouncey going after him with the punches afterward. But what Mason was doing was kind of subtle. Yes, yes, it was, and it's it's hard to see if you like. Obviously, my if you're only my impression the watching watching the fight over and over again was I think that uh, Garrett got to um, Mason and hit him after Mason had dumped off the ball. It was really close. Like, yeah, it, yeah. It wasn't it wasn't close enough to be flagged, even though they they could have flagged it this year because they flag even dumber hits than that. Yeah, but. Garrett grabbed him, 
but wrapped around him and twisted so he didn't fall down on him. So it really, it was a clean tackle. But yeah, think, yeah, he tried not to fall on him, which made the whole thing kind of awkward. Yeah, and Rudolph, I don't know if he was already pissed off or he took offense I mean, he to that hit. He probably was, dude. The, these games, those, those, He you was know, having AFC an North extremely bad games. night. Yeah. Like the Browns were, the Browns were completely fucking up Mason Rudolph all night. They mm-hmm. were hitting him. They were intercepting him. Mason Rudolph was garbage all night long, which by the way was hilarious. Right. But I think he, whatever it was, the tackle, I think must've set Rudolph off because when he, when Garrett's kind of like on the ground, kind of finishing up the tackle and like it, they, they've kind of come to a stop. That's when Rudolph starts like twisting the helmet and grabbing the face mask. Yeah. And that's when it starts. You can kind of see it. And then like Garrett's trying to get off and Mason's kind of holding him down and like they're kind of pulling each other off and Garrett's starting to react and be like, Hey, and Mason kind of kicks him in the dick. It was, it, it was, it's kind of hard to tell if it was yeah, intentionally some, like, weird directly at happening. It, I, I've watched the, the dick kick multiple times and I'm still not sure if it was him just trying to use his foot to shove Garrett off of him, or if he was deliberately aiming for that spot, it's really not clear. It's not good either way Mm -hmm. because it's still kind of a shove with your foot either way. No matter what the target was, Mm -hmm. obviously this pissed Garrett off. I mean, I'd be pissed off. Yeah. I did a clean tackle and then the guy was acting like a ponce and then he Garrett, reacted grabbed the helmet ripped it off at that point i was like okay it's probably over at that point that's when like DeCastro comes in and starts being like basically the hero of the steelers like DeCastro comes out of this looking great because he just like immediately gets in the way he just kind of acts as a wall kind of pushes garrett back mason gets up and starts rushing back in because he's a fucking idiot and that's when garrett like lashes out and sees red and hits him in the head with the helmet and DeCaster takes Garrett down, just kind of lays on top of him to keep him from doing anything. Mm -hmm. And then Pouncey comes in Pouncey who probably just saw the helmet swipe. He's in complete rage mode and he's just throwing haymakers and kicking Garrett while he's on the ground. And that's when just everything just kind of exploded. Um, The other Brown, while they Pouncey was going down on him, he like the other Brown, Larry Obudnagi, or I, I don't yeah, remember yeah. how to pronounce his last name. He comes over and he gives Rudolph a shove, and then like from that point on, it's just like everyone was focused on the hit. Mm-hmm. Rudolph one hundred percent deserves a suspension, if not more than just one game. He is the reason that fight happened. It does not excuse what Garrett did, but he is the reason that fight happened, and it's a joke that he's basically gotten away with it because he ultimately came out of it as the victim because he's the one who got hit. He started it. He's he was the one talking trash. He may have said a racial slur. We don't know. That's a he said, she said. We're not going to know that for sure. Yeah, we're we're never gonna right. It's it's a joke that Mason Rudolph is not suspended for at least one game. Honestly, they should suspend him two games to keep him out of the Browns rematch in two weeks. Yeah, they, that, that would keep people – I mean, people are talking about them need, maybe needing police at the game. And it's just like, fuck, man. 
no, what is like, wrong with the AFC every, North? Everyone involved with that fight directly should not be playing in two weeks when they play each other again. Yeah, Mason shouldn't right. be playing. Pouncey is not going to be playing. He mm-hmm. had his suspension reduced to two games, but that's it's not in the week. So, like, I think Larry only got one game, which is fine, because honestly his suspension was like, just like, all right, yeah, he shoved him to the ground. Okay, it was part of a fight, whatever. Honestly, if Larry... Obanagi or whatever his name is got suspended one game for just that shove. Mason right. Rudolph deserves at least two. Yeah, exactly. For what Mason right. like it's inexcusable that the little shove to the ground gets one game, but what Mason Rudolph did gets none. Mm-hmm. There's so we can only well, sit here speculating as to why some people have speculated it's because he's the quarterback. Some people right. have speculated because he was the victim, and mm-hmm. some other people have speculated that he's the only white guy who didn't get suspended in right. the entire fray, yeah, yeah, which I look. don't, I don't know if I buy that one, but it's definitely not a good look. Right. Right. I mean, it's, it's, if there's anything there, it's implicit bias. Right. Um, I, I, I think it's also interesting that the, that something that you touched on briefly, but is kind of key if you read, uh, actual player interviews, because obviously they're asking everyone on both teams about this. Uh, folks from from the Browns are like, there's no excuse for this, and not to make an excuse for it, but like, I understand that in the heat of the moment, he was seeing Mason Rudolph like stomping on a, on his teammates and his players, and like, at some level, that can't stand, right? Obviously, you don't hit someone with a helmet about it, but you know, it was an issue of Mason Rudolph is literally actively hurting his friends. So, and that's something that kind of gets lost. Not that, you know, not that it needs to make that much of a difference in the case of Miles um, Garrett himself, but I think it definitely should make a difference when we're talking about Mason Rudolph and in his behavior and what, like, initiated the actual hit, right? Again, the hit itself, completely, completely unconscionable. But but there were reasons that Miles Garrett hit, got that angry. The right? hit was provoked. Yes. Miles Garrett did not swing for no reason. He swung because he didn't he even was swing provoked. to protect himself, right? No, he swung because he was provoked. Yeah, Mason Rudolph provoked him. Mason Rudolph started the fight. Mason Rudolph deserves to be suspended, and it's very shady that he's not. Yes, yes, yeah, absolutely. So this week, um, they upheld Garrett's suspension indefinitely, which I think is bad. I, yeah. Garrett shouldn't play for the rest of the season. Yeah, I, how, how hard like, would it I have think... been for them to, because no one's going to press charges, how hard would it have been for them to just say, nah, you're out for the rest of the season? Like, what is what is the end game here, right? It's it's super easy. Like, the like people were calling for it at night, that night. Like, it's easy. He doesn't play a game for the rest of the season. It's very simple. But indefinitely, like, obviously, he's probably going to be eligible to play next year. I don't, I, like, they'll probably go through a, a stupid process in the off season, and he's he'll be eligible to play next season. Mm-hmm. So it's probably going to be till the end of the season. But there's no reason the NFL can't just come out and say, rest of the year, no one would have a problem with it. Everyone would be like, yeah, that makes sense. I, yeah, okay. You can't do that. It, that's that's not allowed. People, I don't think, 
indefinitely, I think a lot of people are wondering if the the Players Association is going to start fighting it because they can't really just suspend indefinitely yeah. and then decide to up- uphold that because that's just kind of like tyrant. Just like, ah, you'll play again when I feel like letting you play again. Like, give them a set number of games give them a set number of weeks that yeah you're not allowed to play yeah you're you're making me think about this now i didn't even th- this isn't something i thought about is how do you it uphold feels... an indefinite suspension if you're gonna go that way like give and it also feels like something the players association right it should already be in the cba right you should be, there should be a. I think the problem is that in the last uh lockout they gave that power to goodell uh, it, it ultimately runs in it because the players association has no fucking power because their union sucks, sucks. because yeah. they can't they cannot af- because the players union can't afford to really hold a genuine strike because mm-hmm. the players just with an average career of three years you can't afford to you lose one year of salary especially if you're on the the lesser end of the uh, earning spectrum like a on a rookie contract or a vet minimum kind of thing you can't afford that year off Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the players' union has no freaking power, so they can they can throw a fuss, but they're not. They can't really do anything. Yeah, yeah. It's it's all gonna come down to the next CBA, which I think is negotiated in twenty twenty. I want to oh, say. Oh man, yeah, yeah. Get get excited for a really shitty lockout. All I want is a lockout. I or it's gonna happen. I, I would bet yeah. on that. Like literally, and I don't think I'd get good odds. I think I'd put ten bucks down and make two, right? Maybe one sixty-five. Yeah, maybe one dollar sixty-five cents. By the way, not not one hundred and sixty-five dollars. One dollar sixty-five cents. Yeah. Ugh. So this is gonna be a mess. So we're gonna be following it for the rest of the year. Yeah. Well, Obviously right. now like, we've got. Change? Like what's gonna change? When is it gonna be? Is it? Oh God. Well, and this kind of d- ties into the thing we're probably gonna talk about next, right? There's one thing the NFL likes. It's, you know, people who have, who they have found to be in the wrong or who are in the wrong, uh, like prostrating themselves before the NFL and promising that they're going to be good little boys and come back. Um, so I was like, what's going to change between now and the time where, where they tell Miles Garrett he can play again? And the only possible thing that could change, because obviously all the film is out, right? We know what happened. Everybody knows what happened. The only thing that can change now is Miles Garrett acting like he's literally like trying to make parole for good behavior. Except he's not in jail and this is his job. So... I you know that this is my 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 cynic really coming out is I think that the only reason they did that is to is to monitor him in the coming like weeks and months and be like okay, okay I think you... they did it because it happened in prime time and everyone saw it I think that's the problem because I saw somebody bring up a very interesting point remember last season I think it was last season where Patriots Bills Gronk dove on top of that bills player yeah head like, first yeah head first he just like dro- like missile dove onto that player like it was incredibly dirty mm-hmm. and he got a one game suspension exactly one game yeah you know when that game happened it was like a one o'clock game where patriots bills like nobody was really watching that 
Well, but I mean, this, this was this a- happened in prime time, and everyone saw it. It was bad PR. So Garrett's getting. He should get more suspension. He should get more time off than Gronk did. But like, it's kind. It's definitely unequal that this is indefinitely, probably the rest of the season, and Gronk got one game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Let's let's stay mad and yeah. talk about the sham that was the Kaepernick workout. I can't fucking. Do you want to go or should I go? Fuck. This is a freaking joke. Like everything about this workout was sketchy. Everything yeah. about it seemed off. It I we don't know the reason why it suddenly decided to happen. Like all Well, of yeah, sudden, we do. We do. There well there or at least we have guesses, right? The the prevailing knowledge seems to be that it was <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Cuz it goes so far back, right? Remember when Jay-Z paired with the league? And everyone was like, this is a weird move. Why are you doing this? Having been, you know, such a champion of like Kaepernick and and all that. Like, why are you kind of putting in with a company that is known for having like pretty racist history and and continues to like not try to not be political, but in doing so is being political. So like, why are you doing that? Um Apparently, Jay-Z, like, was really offended by all that, um, by, like, thinking that, by people, like, saying, like, oh, man, you've, you've really sold out, like, what are you doing? Because he did. He yeah, well, totally yeah, did. yeah, pretty much. And, and it well, was... Jay-Z, if you're listening to this somehow, you're a sellout. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. He was apparently the one that went to Roger Goodell and was like, hey, let's give Kaepernick a workout. Like it was apparently all Jay Z's idea, which that that might be case. It it seems like it came a little bit late after like the Jay Z news happened pretty early. That's true. This, That's true. This Th- season and yeah. it this is week ten, so it's it, I've seen some speculation that it might have been somehow related to the settlement because Ka- Kaepernick mm-hmm. settled the lawsuit with them, and we haven't really heard from Kaepernick since that happened. Maybe him not giving a tryout or something like that for a certain period of time was part of that settlement. We don't know. There's so much that like there's is probably hushed behind lawyers right now that we're never really going to know until Kaepernick like officially gives up his NFL career and like gives a tell all book or something else like that happens. I don't, we're not going to know for sure, but everything about this workout felt like a sham it, mm-hmm. it's got sprung on us out of nowhere like half a week before it was scheduled to happen everyone's just oh nfl is holding a kaepernick workout in atlanta and everyone's like wait what what's going on it's not like for a team or anything like that it's just a workout for kaepernick and all these teams are invited and it's like really short notice so a bunch of teams were given the easy excuse of well we don't have time to send somebody out there right now you it, it Everything about it felt fishy. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the purpose of it was. I, I mean, the, it, I, it, it was PR, right? And and I guess was, so. He was never gonna even if listen, even if he did all this because you know the the location change and everything. Which, by the way, if you if you're not familiar with Atlanta or didn't see the tweets, uh, Kaepernick changed the location to a place that was more convenient uh, to the airport uh, by 
about a half hour or so. Um, so there's that. It wasn't really an issue of like, oh, we changed the location and now we can't make it. It was an issue of like, oh, we had to change the location. Either people didn't know or something else was going on. I don't know. Uh, the it's just so cynical i think it's it's we're gonna give we're gonna do this and we're gonna try to control the narrative about it so that we can we're gonna we're gonna give him a workout and then when no one signs him they can be like oh well he wasn't good enough exactly didn't impress anyone teams like which which is why like which is why having it open to the media and open to cameras was such an important thing for Colin Kaepernick. And if you read like what the people who actually went to the workout said, he uh what? He completed he only missed like 6 passes out of 70 uh and he looked really he strong. He looked great. Yeah, he apparently Every, looked really good in the workout. Yeah. It it was pretty clear that this was somewhat of a PR like not even somewhat a this was a PR move by the NFL yeah. to be like literally every time a quarterback goes down people are calling for Kaepernick to get signed maybe we should pretend that he's getting a fair chance right it's he he's not getting a fair chance it's incredibly obvious he's not getting a fair chance and it's more clear now it's I imp- think than it was a week ago at least to yeah. me right there's it's hard it's hard to in, in like the well has been a little bit poisoned, right? Because everyone at ESPN is very happy to carry the water for the NFL. Um, and Not only are they happy to carry the water for the NFL, they're happy to carry the water for Disney Plus. Yes. Now streaming. Yes. Can we? How do we get that Disney Plus money, though? Hey, Disney Plus, we're we'll make. Hey, Disney Plus, we're gonna we're gonna keep saying that Baby Yoda isn't that good and or cute uh, on the podcast until you give us money. Disney, until you pay me, all your remakes are shit. Yeah. They're all shit. The Lion King, Lion fucking sucks. Mm-hmm. I watched a commercial for that, and I almost threw up. It was terrible. Everything you're doing is trash and derivative of yourself, and you could buy everything in the world. It won't make you happy Mm-mm. because you'll be dead inside. Fuck Disney. More like the Mandalorian. Yeah, Disney Plus. <laughs> Good. Uh, yeah. So I, I. That's the thing. Is is it's it's all very um it's all very cynical. And I think that I, the only good thing here is that public opinion has kind of affected at least at some level the way the NFL operates. It is it is like people thinking and knowing that the NFL has blackballed Colin Kaepernick that caused this, uh, at least to some extent. And now that I, I just feel like it's so clear that everything has been laid bare and everyone that's saying Colin Kaepernick has self-sabotaged doesn't under, doesn't really understand what the NFL's operating procedure is. Or, and they're also just not giving everyone who – seems to still be convincing themselves that Kaepernick doesn't have a job purely for football reasons. He's living in such a weird bubble. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Where, where they're completely ignoring office politics. Like everything. Right. Right. It's never just football. Football merit is only a part 
of everything. And maybe there's been a bad precedent set where being a bad person will still get you jobs in the NFL. Mm-hmm. But no, there's more to it than him just being bad at football. And you can say he's bad at football. And like you may not even be wrong. He was not he was not a good football player by the end of his uh tenure. Yeah. But players who are worse than him, players who are on the same level as him keep getting work and he doesn't. That's that's the kicker. That's the key. Right. Blaine Gabbert maybe Yes, he did lose his job to Blaine Gabbert. One, because the coaches he had at those two seasons were absolute garbage and yeah. dumbasses. Yeah, they, they, hey, hey, remember, was... remember what happened to the 49ers right after Colin Kaepernick got benched? Yeah. Yes. They were bad. It was the, 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 it, the, the, yeah. the, it was a rhetorical question. They got really bad. They were awful. But even, like, this one guy was so insistent on my Twitter about making the point that even even when, ever, when the whole team was bad, he still got outplayed by Blaine Gabbert, which is questionable. Like, they put up basically the same numbers. Which is right. Like, if he couldn't outplay Blaine Gabbert using the exact same team Blaine Gabbert had won, that ignores any scheme. Like, at that point, Colin mm-hmm. Kaepernick was not being used correctly, and yeah. the system definitely favored what Blaine Gabbert was good at, you know, being a pocket passer. Kaepernick is not a good pocket passer. But also, Blaine Gabbert has kept employed since this time. Listen, Blaine Gabbert isn't a horrific quarterback. He he keeps getting work. He's a journeyman. He's he's floating around. He keeps getting work. All these other terrible, terrible quarterbacks keep getting work. They the Eagles dragged Luke McCown out of retirement. Oh my God, yeah, I forgot about that. Fuck. To give him work. Kaepernick has not sniffed the field, and he's a guy who has shown, has proven, in a in the right situation, can lead a team to a Super Bowl win. I know, he didn't win the Super Bowl, but he showed during the game that he can lead them to a win. Mm-hmm. Like, he proved it. He did it. Yeah. He did it. He was four yards away and some better play calling from winning a Super Bowl. I'm trying to think about other quarterbacks who that have has happened to that didn't really retire on their own terms. Um, I mean, Rex Grossman got to retire on his own terms. He wasn't really forced out of the league, and he, like... No, because I mean, every he's quarterback, what, he's basically... He's the closest one I can think of, right? Is there anyone else that... I mean, the only other situation I could possibly think of is if somebody has a debilitating injury yeah that's it nobody's ever had a situation like this happen to them where they've effectively been shunned Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah i don't know they just weren't they just weren't good enough to get picked up but the people who aren't good enough to get picked up are people that have not played a snap in 10 years and are still just kind of like being third stringers right but even even then they're they're all still on somebody's list of like oh you know, our quarterbacks got injured. Let's listen. Let's let's see if this guy can still lace him up. You know, it's fucking fucking people still talk about getting Brett Favre back in the game. And I'm sure he is somewhere on people's list. He still probably gets calls from shit ass GMs. I heard I think there was a anecdote about Jake DeLome. Somebody asked him if he wanted to come out of retirement this past offseason. I think it was DeLome. It was someone like DeLome, who had been away from the game for several years now and didn't have any interest. 
he's getting right. calls and contacts. Kaepernick does not have a job. Right. It's if if you think Kaepernick doesn't have a job right now for football reasons, you're an idiot. You're a mark. You're not. No, you're not just an idiot. You're a mark. I I need to be very specific here. You are a mark. You are being like you are being sold to by the NFL. You are buying a line that the NFL has been trying to push since Colin Kaepernick took his knee the first fucking time. Yeah. That's it. That's that's that is it. And if like and no one's probably going to change your mind at this point because you're dug in. Yeah. Which sucks. You can't possibly admit that you were wrong at this point because it's it's too obvious. Yeah. Yeah. To everyone else. That you're wrong. And you so can't you prove have a to negative, be... right? So you're, it's, it's uh, so, an easy thing to, even yeah. though you are wrong, it's an easy thing to, to dig in on. But, like, it, it's just so fucking bonkers. It is ridiculous. Making a little bit lighter situations here. Did you see the Bears game this past week? Oh, boy. What a stinker. What a, that was a fucking bad game. Really we had a very important thing happen. Yep. The Mitch Trubisky finally era finally may, happened. May have finally hit a breaking point. Mm-hmm. It may yep. have finally ended. Overdue. He got benched at the end of the game for Chase Daniel, who's never yep. done anything of value. No. Who still has a job over Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah. Mitch Trubisky was seen on the sidelines being talked to by Matt Nagy. He looked sad. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've heard rumors that it was a hip injury that took him out, but like, uh he looked fine Uh on the sidelines to me. Uh He didn't look like he was bothered by his hip or tending to his hip or anything like that. I think Mitch Trubisky got benched because it's, it was just about time for Matt Nagy to realize, oh, maybe... I shouldn't go down with this ship. Right. Yeah. Yep. <sighs> the Mitch Trubisky era. We hardly knew ye. Yep. Remember when he got drafted over Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson? And Desha- yeah, yeah. I just like, oh man, when he, I, I remember doing the episode after that draft because I was, I believe that was the draft that I was at. I think that was the draft that was in Chicago that I went to. Um, and, oh man, I just remember the, the like days before that, seeing all these this stuff about how uh, everyone is thinking that Mitch Trubisky is going to jump up in the rankings. like Because he was, at the end of the college season, he was seen as a solidly like middle of the second round pick. Yeah, he kind of came out of nowhere right at the end of the draft. Like, who is this yep. Mitch person? Why are why is everybody suddenly talking about? And him? I think it's because of John Gruden. I think John Gruden did a thing where he like w- w- like broke down his arm strength and motion, and everyone peed their pants over it, uh, including <laughs> Mel Kiper. I think those two are the only people. Like, those are the only reasons why Mitch Trubisky jumped that high because sample size people like. People don't realize this now. If you don't watch college football, Mitch Trubisky's sample size in college was incredibly small. He didn't start many games. In fact, like, I don't know the number, but he he started – the number of games that he started as a college quarterback was less than a single season. He didn't start a full se- uh, season's worth of games, I don't think. 
Nah, sounds about right. Mm-hmm. And and yeah. and we just fucking, oh my god, yeah. It, it, and we just traded up to get him with what the sixth overall pick or something. It was crazy. Uh, it was I think it was ridiculous. the third overall pick. Oh my god, yeah, yeah, yeah something, yeah, it something was even absolutely. Yeah, <sighs> that was a, that was that was a fun day. But we're gonna have to see if he starts a game, if he starts the next week, or if they keep him out because now I am suddenly very invested in. The Mitch Trubisky era. I, I will this... say, I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna trot him out again. Um, given given that he was benched late, just just historically, even if even if it is a trash quarterback, which you know Mitch Trubisky is, I'll say it. Um, if it like, I haven't seen many times where someone is benched for poor performance in the fourth quarter or late in the fourth quarter. And doesn't start the next game and they're not injured, right? They'll at yeah, least give someone a chance. Like, if he's going to – I think he's going to start the game, but I think he might be benched, like, two minutes into the second, right? Yeah, that's fair. If he starts the next game and he – like, he'll probably start – the only way I will buy that he's actually injured is if he not only doesn't start, but he's yeah. in street clothes during the game yeah like he's not even suited up right if he's right. suited up at all he got benched mm-hmm. he uh but yeah it's like this was probably the floodgate if he goes out there and really stinks it up some more they might throw chase daniel in and that that will officially be the situation from now on it's going mm-hmm. to be gonna be fun the Mitch Trubisky era has already come to a close, as it should. The Bears have been a very big disappointment. And yeah, I've, it's true. I've read that the Bears did a lot of trickery last season. Like, they were using a lot of, like, weird plays and just, like, doing all these kind of, like, weird things with their Gimmicky offense. Stuff. That was one of the reasons yep, why their true. offense was having success, along with the fact that their defense was playing really well. Yeah. And this year, they haven't been doing it as much, but... Like the thing is, like, why, like, if it works, why wouldn't you do that kind of thing? Well, it's also I, you, sure... well. The thing is with trickeration, like, the 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 only reason you can do that in college is because it's college. In the NFL, you can't really build, a like, you can't build season over season off of, you know, a like a triple option offense, right? It, it doesn't yeah. really. You really have to be careful. Like, you have to be very. You, I okay. I should say you can do it, right? I'm sure it can be done, but you have to really be careful, right? You have to do it in a very smart way so you don't – because oddly enough, it becomes obvious, right? It, it, it yeah. ends up working against what you're trying to do. Yeah, and there's film on it and everything like that. The thing is, right. like you, it's pretty clear if you watch Bears games this year that the problem isn't really the offense. It's Trubisky. Yeah. Trubisky yep. Yep. Does, is – not seeing open man he's not hitting the open man he can't throw to his left like if they had a competent quarterback their offense would be fine they might even be good Trubisky yeah, I agree sucks he sucks he, he just kind of sucks a lot of people were kind of a lot of Bears fans I saw were disappointed that they didn't trade for Andy Dalton mm, <laughs> at man, the uh, trade that deadline, which I actually thought that would have owned if Andy Dalton went to the, uh, yeah. the Bears because he's done on the Bengals. The Bengals no. have completely turned into just trash. Just Absol- like yeah, absolutely. Embrace garbage. the trash. Like, the Dolphins are winning games. The Jets are winning games. Yeah. 
the Bengals, they're going for it all, baby. Yeah, they, they, yeah, somehow, man. I, I, I got to I gotta roll it back real quick because I was wrong um, uh, on Mitch Trubisky's college career. Uh, I, I want to – I just want to be clear. Uh, he – so he played uh, three – he redshirted for his first year at North Carolina. Uh, he, pl- he played in 10 games as a backup uh, in his uh, – in the next year. He didn't play many snaps at all. Um, as a sophomore, he was once again a backup, appeared in nine games, uh, attempted 47 passes. Uh, and then as a junior, his last year in college, uh, that was the only season in which he started. And he did play all 13 games as a starter, but his, his numbers aren't good. No. <laughs> like... I don't know. It's man. another case of someone who looks the part. Yeah. Not someone yeah, who it's a, it's can, a, it's can play the part. Mid, it's like, someone who looks the part. Is friggin' friggin' dude with a cannon for an arm. Yeah, let's just plug him in. It's fine. I don't he looks like a quarterback. It's fucking and this is another like this is another thing that I I talk about every single draft, right? And I'm sure you're tired of me hearing it, is the like implicit quarterback bias in in the NFL draft and how, you know, hey, maybe maybe Lamar Jackson shouldn't have gone to the second round, which I'm going to fucking – Hey, he didn't. He didn't. I'm sorry. That's right. He was right. the, he was last, like the last, last pick in the first, the first round. round. Yeah, fuck. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> fuck. But by the way, if – hey, hey, those of you listening at home, that is that is a an opinion I'm going to fucking ride till I die, right, that I have been – vindicated on that um anyway i just it's 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 really frustrating to see people like to see one how or to see two things uh vis-a-vis the nfl draft right is how the uh analysis the draft analysis bubble affects drafting decisions and how that interacts with the implicit uh like racial uh and other biases that come into play when you're talking about drafting a quarterback who you want to be your franchise guy uh and it ends up being harmful bad like obviously bad for like society at large but also like bad for football right yep anyway anyway Uh, let's uh finish this uh podcast up with with some good old vintage draw play podcast topics here. yes and that is dunking so on tom brady wild this was so fucking wild to see i i i loved this this was a post so, that you did earlier today and it's a good fo- uh, it's a good post so i was just having some fun on twitter i i i was it just occurred to me like oh tom brady's beating everybody but the patriots and i, I was like you know like what 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 player has beaten every team in the league and it's like brett Favre. And I think maybe Drew Brees, well, like like players like that who have beaten every single team, but Tom Brady hasn't beaten the Patriots for obvious reasons. But it's still just a funny thing you can throw out there to potentially piss off a Patriots fan. Mm-hmm. It's like how can you call him the goat when he's never even beaten the Patriots? You know? Yeah. Like he's been in the league for like twenty two years and he's never even beaten the Patriots in that time frame. Like what a joke. That got me thinking, just like, 
What are some of the worst quarterbacks that have ever actually beaten Tom Brady? Like, because we, we know he's had – everybody knows oh, Eli Manning beat him. You know, like yeah. Nick Foles beat him. And, you know, Peyton Manning could beat him. Well, Eli Manning but, is, is known for, like, being being the guy that just does it and could do it multiple times, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, but at least – he did it in the Super Bowl, and Eli, for a while, was a good quarterback. I wanted to know who who were the random outliers that, that beat him. So I was mm-hmm. looking back, and I, I was looking explicitly for, like, every loss he's taken by every quarterback, and it has to be a fair loss, a, a true loss, not a week 17, he plays for two drives, and then— Right, right. Someone else comes in, which was one of the losses he took. They, they lost one game to the Buffalo Bills where he only played – he only threw, like, eight passes. He only uh-huh. played for a little bit. Jimmy Garoppolo came in and lost to Kyle Lorton. Right. That game doesn't count. No. Brady didn't really play it. And also, Brady didn't play 2007, uh, 2008 because he's dead. He died. So mm-hmm. I was looking for every game besides those and just looking at the opposing quarterback to see – like, were they respectable? Was this a respectable team that they lost to or a non-respectable team that they lost to? And I expected a list of good quarterbacks. I got some good quarterbacks. I got a lot of bad quarterbacks. Yeah, it was really, it was a fucking scatter plot, man. It didn't, it was like. <laughs> it was, it was all over the damn place. There so didn't let me seem to you. be any, any like kind of. You know, because I people humans like to find patterns here, and like maybe this is the challenge, is to like find the one thing or one quality or one whatever that links all of these people, and that is Tom Brady's kryptonite, right? We gotta find that. But like, there was I some couldn't. interesting information that I found through this. Just some things that we kind of already knew. But I'll get to. Let me read you the whole list here because it's yes, it's please. still kind of hilarious. So Eli Manning it. times three. Nick Foles, Lamar Jackson, yep. who is the most recent loss. Yep. Joe Flacco times three. Yeah, Blake I forgot that Joe Bortles. Flacco had his Bla- wait. Blake Bortles. Blake Bortles last season, week two. It That's was the right. Jaguars Super Bowl. That's they won. Right. They That's beat right. the. Pa- they won their first game. They won their second game against the Patriots, and everyone's like, "Well, the Jags are back," and then they fucking sucked. Mm-hmm. Matthew Stafford, Ben Roethlisberger times three, Ryan Tannehill times four. Okay, wait. Okay, okay. Hold on. Let's back up. Ha- I I don't recall the Dolphins ever having beaten the Patriots. <laughs> really? When did this happen? And did I? I just mean, just last year, it? the miracle in Miami. Oh, shit, right. Okay, yeah, so that one I do remember. Maybe I just forget in the moment and I don't have a good we'll, memory. We'll we'll get to it. Yeah, uh, okay. But Brian Tannehill has the second most wins against Tom Brady That's as amazing. a professional quarterback. He has beaten him four times. Marcus Mariota. Mm-hmm. Alex Smith beat him twice. Mm-hmm. Cam Newton beat him twice. Jay Cutler beat him as a Dolphin. Yes. I want. Yep. 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 Old Jay Cutler. All right. 
Jay, Jay Cutler beat him as a dolphin. I, I love making that specific point. Oh, it's, Tyron I mean, it's Taylor. so much more impressive, right? <laughs> yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't the good Cutler when no. he was in early Denver or in Chicago. It was, it was dolphins Cutler. Mm-hmm. Tyrod Taylor, Russell Wilson times two. Yep. Of course, Russell Wilson lost the one game that, you know, yeah. mattered. Yeah. Brock Osweiler. Damn. But notably, he did not lose to Brock Osweiler twice, despite losing to the Broncos twice that season because Peyton Manning started the second game. Mm-hmm. But Brock Osweiler has one win. Ryan Fitzpatrick has two wins against him. Yeah. What, what were those? He was on the Jets? I think one was the Jets win. One of the Fitz I don't Magic remember. seasons? He's been on half the league, so yeah, I can't remember fair. which the other one was. Yeah. Sam Bradford beat him as an eagle. Peyton Manning has beaten him six times. Yeah, I that that's understandable. That's yeah. respectable. It's, it's, it's Peyton Manning. Well, it was Peyton always Manning's that was always the thing, man. Most quarterbacks. It, yeah. was the, it was the Brady Manning Bowl. That was always like the the thing, and it was always insufferable the way they would. <laughs> I am so fucking glad. Hey, can can we just talk real quick? Because this is not something that I think I have appreciated since he has like exited the league, and I would trade like. It is worth all of the horrific uh, nationwide commercials we get. It a hundred percent worth it is every year the the fucking t- circle jerk over Manning Brady twelve or fourteen or whatever the fuck it was. I'm just so yeah. glad we don't have that anymore. Yeah, that was. It's pretty great that we don't have to deal with that anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kyle Orton did get another win against him. Mm-hmm. By the way. Aaron Rodgers, perfectly reasonable. Yep. Andy Dalton, you hey. know there was there was a time when the Bengals were good. Mm-hmm. Geno Smith. Geno, Geno Smith, Smith managed to get a win against the Patriots. What, what, was this when like one of his earlier years in the league on the Jets? Uh, that's the only time he played a game that mattered. Yeah, so, yeah. I'm, I'm just trying to think. Like he uh, he didn't like come in as a as a reserve like yeah i guess god fucking holy shit yep but that would wait till you remember this guy kevin cobb on the cardinals remember some guys fuck yeah kevin cobb remember kevin cobb kevin cobb doesn't remember kevin cobb because mm-hmm. he died with too many hits to the head yeah but this arizona cardinals team that beat the patriots was a terrible team so this loss is hilarious yes Yes. Colin Kaepernick beat him in one of the best football games I've ever watched. Oh, my God. It was so good. Fuck. That game was incredible. If you don't remember that game, uh, go find a replay of uh, the 49ers uh, Patriots, like that Colin Kaepernick win, because I've never seen Brady play better than that game. Yeah. Yeah. That's the game that it's just like that was his best performance I've ever seen. It was a loss. But the 49ers were up by, like, five touchdowns in that game. And then Brady turned on some sort of, like, robot f- switch. And I've never seen a quarterback play better than he did to lead a comeback, even mm-hmm. though the 49ers ultimately pulled it off. Mm-hmm. Incredible game. Mark Sanchez has beaten him three times. We knew this. Oh, This is something we that this. we knew. This is something that we that we have talked about on the podcast before. Mark and... Sanchez has become a joke. Yeah, because of obvious reasons, but 
it's kind of difficult to remember that the Jets under Rex Ryan and Mark Sanchez have been the only divisional competition that the Patriots have had for the past two decades. And they were competition. Like, they really were. They, they were genuine sounds, competition for the division. It was the only time that they've really faced genuine competition for the division was the Rex Ryan, Mark Sanchez Jets. Yeah. Before it became a farce. Mm-hmm. Colt McCoy. That was that weird Browns game that just the Patriots just suddenly sucked for some reason and Peyton yeah, Hillis right, right. ran all over them. Uh, Matt Schaub. Matt Schaub got a win against him as a Texan. Chad Henne. Remember Chad Henne? Oh, man, Chad Henne. I fucking – that fucking guy. That fucking guy fucking, fucking took Blaine Gabbard away from the Jags. Mm-hmm. Drew Brees – has yeah, okay. beaten him three times, twice as a Charger. He's Dr- beaten him more times as a Charger than he has as a Saint. No shit. Drew Brees really? might actually Brees might actually have a winning record against Brady. I'm not sure. I'd have to look it back up. But I mean, in two, he beat him twice as a Charger early in his career, and then obviously once he went to the NFC, he doesn't play the Patriots all that often. Yeah, and not. he won at least one of those, so he may have a winning record against Brady, mm-hmm. but. Losing to Drew Brees is respectable. Yeah, oh no, yeah, he's, he is, I, I think that Drew Brees is, like, if, if you're asking who is a better quarterback, Tom Brady or Drew Brees, I think it is Drew Brees. Um, and that's, like, I know that's kind of a hot take, but I, I think Drew Brees that's, is a That's an argument that I Brady. think is more worth having than a lot of Brady fans want to admit. Yeah, fair. Uh... Probably the biggest surprise out of all of this was there is one quarterback who has never lost to Tom Brady and has beaten him three times. Can you guess who he is? Uh, One more time. One more time. There is one quarterback who has lost, who has never lost to Tom Brady. He is 3-0 against Tom Brady. Okay. Who is this quarterback? 3-0. I'm assuming because you've saved this for last, it is very Funny. It's not last. It's just uh, okay. Okay. Keep going down the list. All right. Um. Never love fucking. Uh. This is a remember some guys if I've ever heard one. By the yeah, way. I'm. I'm trying. I'm thinking. Um. It can't be. It can't be Josh McCown. It is not. Okay. That but was you. You got a very similar first name. Joe. No. Joe. No. 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 Because Joe Flacco, and then I don't know any other Joe. Uh, Part of his nickname was the Snake. Oh. Oh. Wait. Uh. Was it? Is it Jake Delhomme? It's Jake the Snake Plumber. Plumber. Jake Plumber of the yeah, Denver Broncos. Fuck. Jake Plumber has never lost to Tom Brady. He holds a 3-0 and record against Tom Brady. Obviously, a lot of those wins came in the early years. But, of yeah. course, in the early years, the Patriots were winning Super Bowls. Well, that's so the it thing. Still yeah, the counts. fucking first year. God damn it. It still fucking counts. Jake Plummer. Wow. God bless you. Yeah. You are a true American hero, and we deserved more years of your amazing beard. I remember Jake Plummer kind of ruled. Mm-hmm. Chad Pennington. Has oh, sure. Twice. Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. I buy that. Mm-hmm. Once as a Jet, once as a, as a Dolphin. Mm-hmm. Joey Harrington beat him once as a Dolphin. <sighs> oh, man. 
Trent Green beat him, which, you know, at, at, at the time that this was happening, that was respectable. That was when Trent Green and the Chiefs were good. Yep, yep. Jake DeLome has beaten him. Okay. AJ Feely. Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> Patrick Ramsey. Who? I, I actually don't he, remember. The Reds, that is a guy that I don't Redskins remember. Redskins quarterback. <laughs> it, I don't remember him either. And I would have been living in Maryland at the time this happened. Yeah. I don't remember Patrick Ramsey probably, at all. Probably same here, right? Like, I don't yeah. do not remember this guy <laughs> at all. I, he's the only person on this list I don't remember at all. I read that. I'm like, who? I don't even remember that name. Drew Bledsoe as a bill, which yeah, it yeah. was like the year after Brady supplanted him. Drew Bledsoe beat him as a bill, which, you know. Good, good job, Drew. Mm-hmm. Good job. Brett Favre. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Brian Greasy beat him twice. Yep. Rich Gannon, back oh, when the Raiders were good. Yeah. Steve McNair, back when the uh-huh. Titans were good. Kurt Warner was his actual first professional loss as yep. a starter. Yep. Of course, yep. he went to beat Kurt Warner he, he in the beat Super Kurt Bowl Warner later that season. that year, which, fuck, yeah. But, but Kurt Warner was his first official loss, but I've saved... Possibly the weirdest one for last. Jay Fielder. Who? Has beaten him twice. As a Dolphin. (laughs) Jay Fielder? Jay Fielder. Dolphins quarterback legend. Jay Fielder. A lot of this list is Dolphins. And many of them were just like single wins randomly. Tom Brady is bad at playing in Miami. I don't know what it is, but he has lost in Miami to Ryan Tannehill multiple times, Jay Fielder multiple times, Jay Cutler, Brian Greasy, Joey Harrington was a Dolphin when he did. It's astounding how many bad Dolphins quarterbacks have beaten Tom Brady in Miami. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and oh, yeah, I'm 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 looking about this, and obviously, so so in the 2000s, actually, the um, oh my god, yeah, I if you, so if you look at the if you look at the I'm on the Wikipedia page right now of the um of the rivalry, and yeah, no matter how good the Patriots are. So like last they year, lose. right? Last yeah. or, or the in the twenty tens. Let's say in the twenty tens. Uh, so far, um, uh, the record is fourteen to five uh, for the the Patriots. Uh, yeah, that should be four games against Ryan Tannehill and one against Jay Cutler. Yes, um, and yeah, all of their losses came away. Right, all of their yep. losses are in Miami. Uh, so in the here's 2000, my... it gets worse. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's it's eleven nine Patriots. The Dolphins, uh, the Dolphins, or the Patriots were only able to win one, two, three, four, yeah, four away games um, at Miami. And then in the nineties, it's even worse. In the nineties, and obviously this isn't Tom Brady. Um, but in the nineties, uh, the Dolphins took. I mean, that was also the Marino years. Yeah, that's that's true. So that's to be expected. So here, here is my deep state conspiracy theory. Mm -hmm. 
The Miami Dolphins continue to be a thorn in Tom Brady and Bill Belichick's side. They yes. can't seem to beat that stupid team. No matter how what's bad they are. So what's also happening to Miami? It's currently vanishing thanks to rising sea levels. Uh-huh. Bill Belichick is behind climate change for the sole purpose of getting rid of Miami. Oh, shit, dude. That it's, it's right there. It's been in front of us the whole time. Bill Belichick hates Miami, so he's heating the planet to get rid of it. Wild. Wild. Okay, so, so what do we do about it? Do we, do we just have them... Do they just lose now? Do we make them lose? I, I think... I don't know. I think the... I, I'm not sure what we can do to stop this, except for maybe kneecap Brady. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kneecap Brady and Belichick so that they can't, they can't do anything anymore, and it doesn't matter that Miami beats them. Or maybe somehow make them go to Miami for employment. Maybe they both decide that they've done their work on the Patriots and they both just want to retire to somewhere, you know, warm. Yeah. Make them go to Miami. I... I don't know. I think it's too late. Mm, probably. I mean, probably it is, right? That's like Miami is toast. It The process has started. The planet is warming. It might already be too late. Um, okay, so here – so that is the that is the deep state theory about Patriots vis-a-vis Miami. I need to – and I don't think we can do this on the podcast. I think this might be something like a project we have to do for next week. Um, yes, and I like help from re- listeners, please. But I I need to figure out what is the like of the of the, and we can maybe limit it to the people who have three or more wins because there are some names on that list that you wouldn't expect, right? It's not just you're a good quarterback. Yeah. Um, but I need to figure out. <sighs> just need to figure out what it is. What yeah. that thing is, what that thing, that s- secret special sauce that lets you beat Brady is. I don't know what it is. I don't either. I don't either. Anyway, we've got, we've run out of time here. Yeah, so yeah, we got to go through picks. All right, so Colts at Texans. Oh, uh, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Colts at Texans. Uh, Colts, they've got T.Y. Hilton back. Um, oh, I think shit, they're going to they take do? it. Yep. Well, then fuck Texans. Yep. All right. Dolphins. <laughs> Dolphins at Browns. Uh, wow. Um, you know, m- more interesting game than <laughs> than might have been. Than it should be. Than it should yeah. be. Yeah. Uh, I, I still shit. think the Browns are better. But I, man, I see. I'm. Uh, I'm thinking the Dolphins might take it, but the but Cleveland's at home. No, Cleveland's at home. They're Cleveland's gonna do it. No, Cleveland's gonna do it. Yeah, it's Cleveland. Yeah. Lions at the Skins. Oh boy, uh, can, you can oh. you can go to this game for four dollars. Yep, yep. Don't I saw. spend four dollars on this game. Nah, get get a fucking get a bad sandwich at Subway. Uh, it's gonna be the Lions. Uh, can we? Okay, real quick before we do the next game, because um, we already talked about Miami uh, and how like things are actually looking up for Miami. I I don't know. I wouldn't be as and and if you would have told me I would say this uh, a month ago in the season, I would have told you I was crazy, but. I, you know, there, there are reasons to, to, to be hopeful if you're a Miami fan. There are reasons to be hopeful if you are a Cardinals fan. Both of those teams have had, um, maybe not in, at least in Miami's, uh, book, 
not in terms of um, record, but definitely in terms of the way they look on the field. They look like a football team. They're they're playing competitive games, which is not something I expected. Uh, I want to talk about the two newest, saddest teams in the league, uh, the Jets, who who now that who after like the skid have, have Jets kind have of won been, like three games in a row. I was gonna say they've they've gotten momentum now, so maybe we can't. Put them on the list. The two saddest teams are the Skins and the Bengals. Yes. Yes, exactly. Um, and who do you think is sadder? Because if you say... The Skins. Yeah, I was going to say, if you say the Bengals, the, you're wrong. The Bengals are outright tanking. The Bengals yeah. are not trying. It is outrageously blatant how much the Bengals have committed to the tank. How they have committed to the tank for Tua, who might be dead now. Is there a... The Skins... They already got their quarterback. They're just trash. Yeah, what is their? Just what is their? Is there a reason trash. here? They, they like they should be a complete team. Right? They should be better than this. They, they should were, be better than they this. Were, they were leading the division last year with Alex Smith. Like I realize Alex Smith is a better quarterback than what they've trotted out this season. But yeah. Still. Unreal. They're just a complete farce. Trent Williams won't play for them because he's he's got differences. Everyone right. else just kind of sucks. Yep. They just they just suck. They're just pathetic mm. and a waste of space. Mm. Skins are absolutely the worst. Yep. 100%. Sam. Raiders at the Jets. Uh Raiders at Jets, uh Raiders. Yep. Giants at the Bears. Oh shit. <laughs> I Dude, didn't realize it was the Giants it's, at the Bears. It's going to be the Giants, I think. Um it, it might be out of the bye. It, it out of the bye, and also I, like here's the thing, right? You 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 we do these picks, and my eye always goes to the record, right? And and the Bears are four and six, and they have played some good games this year, but Trubisky is only getting worse. The defense is only getting more tired with trying to like be patient for Trubisky to put points on the board. The bottom's gonna fall out. Soon, I don't if know it if hasn't it's going to be this week because it Giants might not be. Any, it might not be. Like their defense has been getting a lot of crap, but the uh, Giants' offensive line is bad. I would expect Khalil Mack to finally have a good week. Yeah, and everyone would be like, "Mack is back," even uh-huh. though we're trotting out fucking garbage well, right. on the offensive line, and everybody's hurt. Also, Mack so Mac never I'm, went away. Mack never went away. It's just you can't play great defense if your offense can never can never stay on the field. Anyway. Yes, I still think the Bears are going to win. Panthers at the Saints. That's Saints. Saints. Yeah, Saints. Panthers got shellacked by the Falcons last week. My so God, any, any, yeah. Any faith you have in the Panthers is is done. No, it, I, here, here's my thing. Here's my thing. And, and I t- talked about this on the podcast back when the Falcons were, like, looking really, really bad. Um, I really do think that Matt Ryan had a shoulder injury for, like, the first, like, six weeks of the season. Uh, maybe longer. And I think he is only in the past like two or three weeks gotten over it because he's stepping into throws. He's a lot more accurate and nothing really else has changed about the team, I think. Right. I, I, I just I, I, I am I am convinced now that that take is is pretty correct. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Seahawks at the Eagles. Oh, this should be a fun game. Um, yeah, I think the Seahawks are going to take it, but but the I Eagles the are going to be angry. Are a better team, yeah. But the Eagles will probably put up a fight. The Eagles have like zero good receiving. Like That's their, the their thing. receivers this year have Sucks. been an absolute trash fire, and it's everyone's been injured too, right? And yep, and retiring. 
Tiny Bucks Darren, Falcons. by the way. Who you got on Bucks Falcons? Uh, you know what? I think the Falcons are going to take it. The Falcons are playing at home. Uh, the Me too. the Buccaneers don't look. So here's the thing, right? The Buccaneers look like the same team they were in Week One. Uh, incredibly vulnerable and and just you know prone to mistakes. Uh, Atlanta doesn't look like the same team they looked like in Week One, right? They they look like they have a functioning, pretty fucking high powered offense now. They're going to fuck around and save Dan Quinn's job. Yeah, they it's might. It's going to be funny. Yep. Yep. I mean, Broncos, that whole Bills. Thing the, Sam, keep yeah. it brief. Broncos, Sorry. Bills. Uh, oh, shit. Yeah, Bills, Bills, Bills. Bills. Steelers, Bengals. Oh, boy. Steelers. Steelers. Jaguars, Titans. Mm, oh. Titans. Shit. This is kind of. Titans have found something with Tannehill. Yeah, it's working. They have. So I'm, I'm, I'm also picking the Titans. Cowboys, Patriots. Uh, Patriots. I think the Cowboys might win this. That would be great. I would love that. I would love that. I just don't. I can't. I don't trust them. They looked good last week, though. They, when their offense is working, it's working. And yeah. the Patriots' offense, there's something wrong with it. It's true. That's week true. Week really. There's there is something wrong with the Patriots' offense, and I'm not going to say any more than that because then we'll just jinx it. Mm-hmm. Packers, 49ers. Uh, Niners. Yeah, I Gotta can do see it. the Niners winning this, but to be different, I'll take the Packers. Ravens, Rams. Uh, Ravens. That's going to be the Lamar Jackson show. Yeah, it really is. And that is going to be week 12. Mm-hmm. I'd say I'm excited. We got some got some good matchups going on, but since we're not going to be here for Thanksgiving, I just want everybody to have a wonderful turkey day and sam i want you to have a wonderful turkey day as well oh you too dave in case you make some hilarious turkey day tweets how can we find them uh yeah um you can follow me on twitter at sam grezes s-a-m-g-r-e-s-z-e-s and i'm also gonna let y'all know i'm um y'all know probably i'm a freelance writer and i just uh started working a little bit more for fan so um i've got some stuff uh, already up for them and some more stuff coming out for them in the future so if you if you want to read it you can you can uh, do it you'll also still be seeing my stuff on like polygon everywhere else so there you go dave i'm drop play dave you can find me on twitter at drop play dave on facebook at the drop play comic on instagram at drop play dave and of course on the drop where by the time you listen to this you will have seen my 999th comic and on monday Number 1,000 is going to drop. Yeah! can't believe I'm going to do it. It's going to hit 1,000. It, it should please very long-time readers, as I came up with a delightful throwback joke that should make some people who have been reading from the beginning very happy. But can't believe it's going to happen. Thank you for listening. We'll see you in two weeks, like most likely. Do you like making fun of really, really bad ghost hunting shows? There's one in particular we enjoy making fun of. It's called Ghost Adventures, and it includes things such as... Bad fashion sense. Grown men yelling at nothing. Outrageously large belt buckles. Too much hair gel. And unfortunately, a lot of really cringy, painful, and socially unaware stuff, too. I'm Cassie. And I'm Max. We're the hosts of Insanely Haunted, the show where we watch and review every episode of Ghost Adventures. Find Insanely Haunted for free wherever you get your podcasts. Wow.
Hi, I'm Morgan Spatola, the host of Morgan Needs a Podcast, which is a podcast about cats. Uh, okay, Morgan, great delivery. Love the energy, but that's just, that's just not true. Can you take that line again, please? <clears throat> okay, um, I'm the host of Morgan Needs a Podcast, a podcast about the evolutionary advantages of gizzards. Morgan, what? Okay, okay. It's a podcast about, uh, bosons and other elementary particles. A podcast about strange colored milk. It's about doing crimes for people you like. Beer. It's about beer. Cactus safety. How to properly retrieve a dropped burrito from a sewer drain. It's about, uh... All right, Morgan, we're three hours into this ad recording, and I'm starting to think that you don't actually have a podcast. I don't. That's the whole point. I'm trying to find one, and I want people to join me every month so we can figure this whole thing out together. That's why it's called Morgan Needs a Podcast. Part of the Scavengers Network, and available wherever you get your podcasts.